Marketplace is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Guns, iPads, and adjustable rate mortgages on the program today. What is not to love? From American Public Media, this is Marketplace. In Washington, D.C. at WAMU, I'm Kai Rizdahl. Good to have you here on this Wednesday, everybody. It is the 2nd of July. The Target Corporation offered up a new interpretation of the Second Amendment today, which goes a little something like this. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, except in Target stores, please. The company is asking its customers not to bring their guns into its stores, a request aimed at shoppers in states where it is legal to carry a firearm out in the open. Some have made a point of carrying rifles into Target's and into other stores to assert their right to do so. Target's decision today was apparently prompted by an advocacy group led by moms who happen to be almost 40% of that company's customer base. So it's interest group versus interest group versus bottom line. Marketplace's Noel King gets us going. Target's respectful request that its customers leave their guns at home follows similar moves by Starbucks, Sonic, Chili's, and others. Companies are increasingly taking stands on a whole host of hot potato issues, gay rights, contraception, and guns. Niru Paharia, a professor at Georgetown's McDonough School of Business, says companies may not want to jump into the fray, but... These things can actually be forced on you. You do have to take a stand, right? Like, you have to pick a side. Target picked a side after gun rights advocates brought their rifles into stores and after an anti-gun group collected almost 400,000 signatures from people who wanted guns banned from stores. The anti-gun movement was led by moms. Target says 80 to 90 percent of its customers are women and about 40 percent have kids. David Sutton, CEO of Top Right Strategic Marketing, says if a company takes a political stance, it should be aligned with the company's public image and private values. Whether it's gay marriage or gun control, if your inner identity is consistent with statements that you're making in public, I think you're on stable ground. I think brands that that take a stand for things they believe in, consumers appreciate that. Not all consumers, though. Target's interim CEO made the no-guns request in a post on the company's blog. It has more than 2,000 comments, some of them very angry. And the laws haven't changed. Target's request is still just a request. Paul Argenti is a professor at Dartmouth's Tuck School of Business. I think the really interesting question is what happens when the people who are obviously going to oppose this decision start pressing the issue. That's when we're going to see some, some action here. If some customers decline, respectfully or not, to keep their guns out of stores, Argenti says then Target will have to make some real decisions about whether and how the request will be enforced. I'm Noelle King for Marketplace. The Los Angeles Unified School District had plans to give every kid an iPad. That is a billion-dollar proposition for the second-largest school district in the country. But after no small amount of controversy, some schools in L.A. are being allowed to choose which tablet they are going to use. That is an idea that could reach far beyond Los Angeles. As part of Learning Curve, our project on education and technology, Marketplace's Adrian Hill reports now on the battle to own the classroom. Looks like the one-size-fits-all approach may not be the best strategy after all. Some L.A. schools will get to choose between half a dozen tablets and laptops. That allows the students and the teachers to see what works best for them. Brandon Martinez teaches at USC's Rossier School of Education. And then they can give feedback, they can possibly swap devices, and then make a more informed decision when they look to purchase at a larger scale. LA's switch isn't good news for Apple. 
but it's not going to knock the company off its throne as king of the educational technology market. Apple is is in a very very strong position. They're they're the number one in the U.S. They have a a, a dominance of the tablet market. Mike Fisher studies the education market for Future Source. He says the competition is coming on fast. The big trend we've seen in the last year has been the rise of Chromebook. Chromebooks run Google-based apps. They can be relatively cheap. In 2012, Chromebooks accounted for only one percent of school devices shipped. By the end of last year, Chromebooks had a quarter of the market. Microsoft is also a big player. Fisher thinks Amazon might jump into the education game, and he guesses they'll all start hooking up with curriculum providers. You see some of the big publishers that are on the marketplace, people like Scholastic, Pearson,、uh, McGraw Hill, Houghton Mifflin Harcourt, partnering with with hardware vendors.